Hello and welcome to the Inflow podcast. I'm your host, Jelaine Morland, aka Jill. I'm a wellness and business mentor, social media content creator, and manifestation lover. I help women become aligned with their dream lives and attract more wealth, more success, and more aligned opportunities by simply shifting their energies from hustle mode to ease and flow. In this podcast, we are all about balance over burnout. We talk manifestation, money, mindset, self-care, energy, and all things business for the modern woman. I'm here to tell you that you get to enjoy the life you're building and love the woman you're becoming today. If you're ready to level up in business and in life and be unapologetic about who you are and what you want, then drop the struggle and take my hand. It's time to get in flow. Hey Flow Babes and welcome back to another episode of the Inflow Podcast. I'm your host Jill and I'm so excited for today's episode. It's a juicy one. So before we get into it though, I wanted to give you guys a slight update because I haven't updated you really on life at the moment and it'll be really quick, I promise. We'll get straight into the episode. First and foremost, I haven't really been posting too much on my Instagram lately but guys, we are wrapping up on the van build. So if you didn't know, we are, my boyfriend and I, we're traveling, we're going to travel Australia in a van and we are completely renovating this van. It's like a Toyota, what is it? Toyota commuter, Toyota commuter. So it's like this minibus and it's hectic. So it came with like 14 seats. We've removed the seats. We've gutted it out. We've done all the reno and we're kind of wrapping up. So I just wanted to let you guys know because it's so exciting and I haven't really been able to like take updates just yet. We've been doing some boring stuff like curtains and I have been vlogging a lot of it. I've tried my best to vlog as much as I can for YouTube, uh, but it has been slightly, we've had a few challenges, but I'll get the video edited as soon as we're done. I just haven't been able to kind of do that as well as everything else that's kind of on my plate. So I just decided I would edit everything at the end and then post it. Uh, before we leave. So that is really exciting. And then the second thing I wanted to talk about is that I officially announced one-on-one coaching. So that means you guys can finally work with me one-on-one. My mentorship program is officially open. If you are a woman in business or just a woman, no business, or just a woman looking to start a business and you want to step into that next level self that you only dream about, then I'm your gal. So this mentorship program is for those who are ready to introduce femme and flow into their business workload to start enjoying the work that they do rather than dreading it. It's also for those who want to create more of an abundant mindset over a lack mentality. So completely shifting your mindset from scarcity to abundance and also for those who are ready to build unshakable belief in themselves to break through those limiting beliefs and any kind of blockages that are stopping you from reaching that next level self and so that you can embody your future self today which is what we're all about at inflow so i am so excited for this if this is you and i'm speaking into your soul if you are aligned with me and my energy and you want to get more into that space and use me literally use me then this is what this mentorship program will be for. So basically, there will be a three-month and a six-month option. So you can choose to work with me for three months or for six months. Um, and it will be weekly one-on-one calls with me, which I'm really excited for. There will be one hour 
each week with access to me throughout the week via voice message. So if you are struggling along the way throughout the week, I'm here, I'm open, I'm available. And there will be a payment plan available as well. Just bear in mind that I am only opening up three spots for the month of May. So we will begin in May, but I'm only opening up my schedule to three spots. And this is just due to the quality of our time together. You'll get my time and my energy, the best of me. And that is because I'm only taking on these three people. So it's going to be quite intimate. And I know personally, when I first started my business, investing in a coach was something that I needed to push myself into that next level self. Uh, And I needed someone who was going to give me their time and their energy. I didn't want to be a part of a group program. I wanted a one-on-one relationship with a coach and mentor to help me elevate and so that they could listen to my where I'm at and they can guide just me rather than generally the whole class. Um, so this is why I'm really making this quite intimate because I know how much I benefited from this kind of container. Um, and so I know it's going to be beneficial for you guys. So I'm really excited if this is something that you are being called to, if you want to be a part of my energy, then make sure to head to the show notes to book a clarity call with me as soon as possible. I have already done two clarity calls since announcing this a couple of days ago and one spot is pending. So make sure that you are booking that clarity call, um, and you can head to the show notes or you can also head to my Instagram link to find it there. So I look forward to chatting and meeting you guys. But for now, let's get into the episode. So we have Brie chatting with us today. Her username is at Digital Brie and she is a Instagram manager all the way from the US. She's also a VA and a copywriter. So she's a serv- online service provider um, and she does a lot of social media work, which is really cool. She shares a lot of value on her page as well. So check that out if you haven't already. But let's get into the episode. I pick her brain on all things marketing, uh, branding, and just kind of getting started because I know that I'm always interested on how in how people got started in their business. So I picked her brain on that. But let's get into the episode. I hope you guys enjoy and I look forward to chatting to you soon. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Inflow podcast. I'm your host Jill and today we are joined by the beautiful Brie aka Digital Brie on Instagram. She is a Instagram manager or VA and copywriter and she'll be chatting to us today all about Instagram managing, outsourcing, branding and all of the fun stuff. So Hi, Brie. How are you? Hi, Jill. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for hopping on the episode today. So what I'm going to be doing is introducing our guests with a question. So my question to you to start off the episode is, what is a non-negotiable in your daily routine that sets you up for a flowy day? Ooh, I love that. Um, so recently I have been super into just wellness and self-care, especially as I started my business, I didn't realize how important that was going to be until you start. So for me now, like a non-negotiable is meditating. Um, I meditate every morning now and I just feel so much better afterwards. Like, I feel like I can really connect to my higher self and I can like go into the day yeah, more in flow. 
I love that I'm in meditating as well. That's something that's a non-negotiable for me as well in my day. And it does make such, such a difference. And I noticed on your Instagram a few times you would talk about this and talk about your higher self and embodying that person, uh, which I think is so cool. It's it's something different, I think, especially because like th- there are a lot of Instagram managers nowadays. I think that came out of COVID. And something that made you or I personally found that made you unique was you speaking on this side of uh, mindset and energy and your future self. Like that's something that I don't think a lot of the Instagram managers are you know, opening up about. So it's really awesome that we had that in common and can connect that way. And that that's something that you share with your audience because it's different. It's unique, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I guess I didn't even realize that it may be different for some people just because I've been like in this space of just like wellness and manifestation and all that for a few years now. So when I came onto this space, I was like, oh, like talking about manifestation and mindset energy is normal. (laughs) And it's, you know, it's not yet, but um, I feel like that was honestly, yeah, a great way for me to kind of stand out in like a sea of online service providers right now. So yeah, I I definitely kind of like think on that now that like being your authentic self and like showing that side of it um, is like really what's going to help you stand out. Absolutely. And I mean, that's what made me kind of connect with you as well. And because that's something that I'm passionate about. And here here at Inflow, we, we speak about that and we talk more into energy and mindset because it is kind of like the foundation setting up the foundation for your day and it's awesome that that's a non-negotiable use now can you tell the listeners about yourself so where are you from what do you do um and did you go to uni okay so yeah I um I'm 24 years old and I live in the Chicago area I actually just moved here recently from Florida um and I graduated with my bachelor's degree in public relations in 2018 from the University of South Florida Um, So yeah, I do have a background in what I do, but it wasn't um, a very clear path of getting to where I am now. Do you mind if I like just go into it, I guess? Oh, go into into it, of course. No, no, go into the whole journey. I'm I'm so curious. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I feel like a lot of people can relate just because um, starting out in college, like I had no idea what I wanted to do. And it was just it gave me a lot of anxiety just kind of seeing my friends like know exactly what they wanted to do and like they just went for it and I was like I have no idea like when you first go into college like being 18 years old like there's no way you know what you want to do for the rest of your life like (laughs) so it definitely took me a while um so I yeah I did do um a bachelor's degree in public relations and marketing um and after I graduated I worked a few corporate jobs in marketing um, and I actually hated it. Um, It was just not my vibe. And I thought that like I had picked the wrong career. I thought I like went to school for nothing. I ended up like hating marketing. I was like, what was the point of all of this? Um, So I actually thought about doing teaching for a little bit. Um, I thought about doing nursing for a little bit. I just wanted to make an impact in people's lives. And I thought like those were the two routes to go. Like I didn't think of any other options. Um, And I was like, and I didn't like my job, so I can't do marketing. 
Um, so it took me a while to get into it, but um, I actually, when I moved to Chicago, I got a job full-time as half personal assistant, half marketing assistant, um, which is kind of strange, but it's this, uh, I worked for this really successful business owner in the area. Um, and I kind of just helped like do personal assistant work, like for her in the house. And then, um, I did marketing for her business. Um, and it's kind of funny looking back. Cause that's like literally what a virtual assistant is now, but <laughs> I was doing it like for a corporate <laughs> job. Um, so I did that and I just like, I did not enjoy the corporate environment. Um, but I stuck with it because I was like, I need a job. And I just moved from all my family from Florida to Chicago. Like I just needed a job, something stable. Um, and after COVID, I was actually let go. Um, and then in the summer, they rehired me, um, but as a virtual assistant. Um, so just like a virtual role. And that was kind of what introduced me to like this virtual assistant area. Cause I had no idea about it before. Um, and then, after a few weeks, like towards the end of summer, I actually messaged my boss and I was like, listen, I just don't really care for this admin work. Um, I just, I just don't think this is the career for me. So I actually put in my two week notice. Um, and she was kind of like, wait, 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 please don't leave. Like, what if you just do social media for us like five hours a week? And I was like, five hours a week, like what? Like, how am I gonna make money off that? But I was like, you know what? Like, we're still in a pandemic. I can't really be picky. I'm just gonna do it. Um, so I ended up doing it and working kind of like for myself cause I was like a contractor at that point and working on my own, it made me realize like, wow, I actually do love marketing. Like it was never about marketing in the first place. Like I just hated the corporate environment. So now that I, work for myself. Like I just found a whole new passion for marketing again and social media management. Um, and that's kind of what led me in this direction. I, after doing that, I found this like space on Instagram of all these online service providers. And I was like, I'm doing that now. Like I could, I could do this too. Like if I just market myself really well, like I think I can make a career out of this. So yeah, I jumped in, uh, at the end of December as a virtual assistant. Um, and then I shortly pivoted to being a social media manager. Cause that's like what I know best. Um, yeah. And now I can say like, I finally have clients and I'm making money from it. And I feel like I finally have like a career, not just a job. So yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> like, and also why are our stories so similar at the beginning? My story is exactly the same. Like I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was like, so overwhelmed by all my friends knowing what they wanted to do. And I always thought that like, like we're too young at that age to know what even is out there. Like how can exactly. we know all the different career op options that are out there besides the ones that they show us in high school? And, you know, the stock standard doctor, lawyer, nurse, teacher, and like, there's so much out there that like, you know, just coming into what you have found, it's, it's, that's not what you'll learn in school. You won't know that that's something that's available and it's, it's still in the marketing world. It's just slightly different. And it's, I feel like just life has changed so much, especially after COVID, um, 
and people are finding new ways to earn money that are more aligned with them and they don't feel like they have to do what everyone's doing or what they thought they had to do so it's really awesome that you found your way to something that you're passionate about and that actually does answer my next question which was going to be how did you get into this space of Instagram managing um but now oh, yeah just answer what... everything together <laughs> yeah just just take it all just take it all off you have my list um <laughs> well I would love to know how you kind of got your business started so what are the things that you thought you had to think about to to you know create a legitimate business here yeah so I kind of went into this super naive I would say um I joined this space and I was like okay I have a bachelor's degree in marketing like I've worked for corporate jobs before like there's no way I'm not going to get a client like I you know like I know marketing and that was not the case like <laughs> being in the <laughs> online space is totally different like running your own business and like there's so many other competitors I guess you can say out there that I wasn't aware of um so yeah I I, I think I came in super naive I was like I know what I'm doing I'm gonna get a client in like a week and it actually took me three months to get my first client um so I would say starting off um before you even create your account I know some people say like just jump into it I would recommend like really create a brand for yourself. Like think about how you want to portray yourself, um, like the values you want to represent on here. Like what do you stand for? Um, like what impact do you want to make? Think of all of that stuff before you even create the account. And then once you do create the account, just be consistent and persistent. <laughs> um, I would say is my best advice because it is going to take a while for you to like start getting clients and to start seeing growth. And that does scare a lot of people away. Like within the first month, they might be like, Oh my gosh, I still only have a hundred followers. I'm just going to give up. Um, but if you really see it through, and like I said, if you're consistent and you're persistent, you will see success in this, you know, area of business. Yeah, absolutely. Something that you might not know. And that um, is another reason why I wanted to get you onto this uh, podcast is that I found you. So I was doing some engagement guys. This is how I found Brie. I was doing some engagement. I was doing the, um, what is it? Gary V like dollar 80 method. And yeah. I found Brie and you know, you know how you just kind of engage with everyone and then you just kind of move on something about her kind of stuck. And I, so I gave her a follow and I just kind of, I think I commented on your photo and you just seemed so nice and so genuine and open. And I kind of wanted to make that connection because I feel like when you're engaging and you're making relationships with people, you obviously you can't want, you don't want to make like relationships with everyone because you're engaging with so many people, but there was something that stuck out about Brie. And so I followed her before she kind of rebranded herself. And then you were so authentic and you came onto your page and you're like, I, I don't feel aligned with my branding at the moment. Um, I want, I need to change things up and I don't want to be like everyone else just because everyone is doing it this way. I kind of want to really bring more of myself into it. And that was really empowering to see, to, you know, to go on that journey with you of completely rebranding and being more of your authentic self whether or not people liked it or not you know you just you were like this is me I'm just doing it my way and then 
seeing you grow from there. So I've literally seen your page grow and your engagement grow and your business grow. And now you are doing so, so well. Um, and so it is so important to, to figure out what you, what kind of impact you want to make before you even start and the branding behind it and the mission behind it, your values, be really crystal clear on that. And it just shouldn't, you know, be based on others around you or others in the, in the same industry as you. And you guys, I don't know if I said this already in my podcast, but when I rebranded myself, I took myself offline and I sat with myself and I was like, okay, what is it that I like? What are my values? What is the mission behind it? Not being, um, not looking at anyone else and comparing myself or thinking I should do it, you know, like someone else, but really looking inwards and being really honest with myself. Um, and it completely changed my whole page and made me more aligned with my vision as well. So it's definitely the same for you. Can you tell us more about that time when you were rebranding yourself? Like what kind of, what, what made you do that? What made you kind of like say, I don't want to be like everyone else. I'm, I'm going to just be me. Okay. Yeah. So first off, thank you so much. That was so sweet. I remember when you followed me and commented on my post and I was like, holy crap, like I'm a little baby account. I have like 97 followers. She has like 8,000. I was like, oh my God, what if <laughs> I was freaking out? Um, but yeah, I just feel like we clicked so well together. And I was like, you know, you can see that there's a person behind the followers. Like, it's not like, you know, you're someone different than me just because you have more followers. Like, I feel like we really connected, um, which I love. And so about my branding. Yeah. I actually started with kind of like, neutral new like minimalistic kind of aesthetic um just because I saw everybody else doing that and I was like this is like what's popular right now like people really like like this little aesthetic look like it's all over Pinterest like I'm just gonna market myself this way um and then after a few weeks I was just like I hate creating content like I hate making posts like it just doesn't feel like me um like you know, that aesthetic is pretty to look at, but it's just not me. Um, so I took like a week to kind of really be like, what do I feel aligned with? Like, I don't care about, like, I cannot care about what anybody else does on here. I just have to like be authentic to myself. Um, so I ended up picking like a light pink and green. Um, and I was a little nervous about pink at first because I don't know, I didn't want it to come across as like, Barbie vibes or like <laughs> I was like only like I was too feminine um like and I wasn't gonna attract like you know people who didn't like that but then I was like you know what like I like I am feminine like I like that so I did that and then I picked the green just because I don't know like I really like like that earthy kind of like wellness feel kind of like how you have um also I just realized I feel like my branding aligns really well with my horoscope if anybody likes astrology um because I'm a Taurus sun which I feel like is like the green and the earthy and then I'm a Libra moon which is like my little feminine side <laughs> so, love. Um, yeah so I I feel like it just it just felt more like me and after I did that I was like wow I really like creating content now like I love this um but aside from the colors like obviously you know branding is more than just your colors but I feel like that really did help me stand out just because my content didn't really look like everybody else's now. Um, but along with that, I wanted to make sure my brand was really going to be about just being super authentic. Um, 
when I worked in corporate, I felt like I always had to be like a watered down version of myself. Like if I ever talked about like manifestation or things like that, people would be like, what? Like, that's so woo woo. Like, I don't even know what that is. Like, I just always kind of had to like downplay my interests and like my personality when I worked in corporate. And I was like, if I'm going to run my own business, I need to be like 100% myself because if not, what's the point? Like, what's the point of running your own business to like not be fully yourself? And I know that sounded kind of sounds like cliche, but it's true. Like the minute I was just like super authentic to myself and I just talked to my stories and I just talked about what I liked and I picked colors that like resonated with me is I feel like my business started growing from that minute. Like I started getting like actual clients reaching out to me. I started standing out. Like people started actually looking at my content more. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like the best advice I could give you is like, don't do what you see on Instagram just because there's a lot of it doesn't mean that it's good. Like pick something that really aligns with you and you're going to stand out and you're going to feel so much better about like creating your content. hundred percent. I'm so here for it, honestly. And the pink and green, like I haven't seen anyone like that. And, but the thing is it's helped your business so much just being yourself. Like it doesn't matter what your colors are. It's all about you and what you like and being unapologetically you, you know, getting on your stories and talking about manifestation and talking about embodying your future self um like that is to me that's I I follow a lot of Instagram managers and a lot of VAs like that is my target audience as well and you are just so different but in the best way possible because you are owning yourself you know it's not like it's exactly what you just said or you're just trying to be this so much of it and everyone's doing it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do or the right thing for you um and so congratulations on growing your business so quickly I you know I saw you mentioned recently that you have grown so fast within like a week and a half um can you tell us what has been the contributing factors to that and yeah how how that kind of like came about yeah so um first off I want to tell anybody who's like stressed out that they might not have a client right now like I said just keep being consistent and be patient um you know people love to share their success stories all the time but there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes like you know sometimes you're always seeing like oh just signed like 10 clients and it's like okay but are they your, your dream clients like are they only giving you $50 a month? You know, like you have to like think about all of that stuff behind it. And I definitely was like in the comparison trap for a while. I was like, why are people not signing clients or why are people signing clients? And I'm not, I don't understand. Um, but again, like, yeah, to be consistent because on average, it takes about three months to warm up your audience. Like just from a marketing perspective, that's what it is. Um, and I kind of knew that in the back of my head, but again, seeing other people sign clients, it kind of got to me. Um, but with that three month rule, I guess you could say is probably right around the time. So I started like really going hard in January and like January, February, March. Yeah. March, I signed my first client. So it does make sense. So like I said, just keep with it is my first um, tip and to be consistent because you like your consumer needs to see something at least 10 times before they even decide to like make a choice about it. Um, like my marketing background is like going right now. Like I was going to share some tips how, you know, in the old days in marketing, there's like 
something called uh, the marketing rule of seven, which is like your consumer needs to see something seven times before they buy it. But that was like years ago. And, you know, we're in 2021 now. There's so much content out there. There's so much like media platforms, so much technology. Um, and the consumer is getting way smarter. Like we need to see something way more than seven times to buy something. So that's why I say like really just be consistent with it because it may take a month of you having to promote yourself before your ideal client is finally like, okay, wow, yeah, I want to work with her. And it has nothing to do with you not being knowledgeable enough in the first place. But, you know, you really have to build that trust with people. Um, people aren't just going to outsource their whole social media page to you without knowing you for a while. It's just, you know, you have to build that trust. Like that's a lot of what I think marketing is, or maybe that's like from my PR background, it's just really about building that trust. Um, so yeah, stay consistent, stay persistent. Don't play into the comparison game. Like you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes with people. Um, another tip I would say is, you know, just because of who we are is I feel like I manifested a lot of my success. Um, like the whole month of March, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna manifest my clients. Like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> this is what I love to do. I'm just going to manifest that. So I wrote down in my journal, I was like, I am so happy and so grateful that I signed two dream clients this month. Like, thank you so much, God. Thank you so much universe. Um, and I just totally surrendered to the fact that it was going to happen. And I feel like that's the hardest part of manifestation is having to just surrender and trust that it's going to happen because you don't want to get your hopes up. Um, but I just fully trusted and, you know, right in the 11th hour, as they say with manifestation, I think it was the last week of March, I booked three clients. So more than I asked for, <laughs> um, and then starting in April, I booked two more. So I went from one client to five within the matter of like a week and a half. So <laughs> yeah, so it grew very quickly, very fast. So that's why I say, you know, just stay, stay consistent and um, try manifesting it. You know, the universe has your back. I love that. Congratulations. Thank um, you. At Inflow, we, we like practical, you know, like practical um, value. So first of all, obviously that all kind of came from just like months of being consistent and doing the work and showing up and not like not giving up, like just keeping on going, even if you're not seeing those results. What are some, I guess, a couple, if you want to, if you're open to sharing a couple of strategies that you would use to um, attract clients? Yeah. So um, practical strategies wise, I would say um, definitely be consistent on at least one platform. I think you really need to know who your ideal client is and where they hang out. Like I knew my ideal clients were going to be on Instagram. So there was no point of me trying to market myself, you know, on Facebook um, just because my ideal client wasn't there. So why waste time? So first off, you know, know where your ideal client is and then go hard on that platform, like, and be consistent with it. Like um, I posted at least three times a week um, on my Instagram and show up to your stories if possible, every day. I know that's hard. If you want to take off a Sunday, like, you know, every week, that's fine. But definitely just keep showing up. And I know I keep saying being consistent, but it really is what helps because when you continuously show up and you're providing value, 
you're going to stay at the top of your ideal client's mind. Um, and another thing with being consistent, obviously, is you want to be putting out good value. You know, you don't want to be consistent with like lousy content. <laughs> um, so I would, my best practical tip is to do market research. Um, see if you can connect with some ideal clients and if possible, hop on a Zoom call with them and, you know, give them something in return. Like maybe you can be like, oh, I'll give you a free Instagram audit or I'll give you a $5 Starbucks gift card. And, you know, I will not pitch to you in this. I just want to know, like, what are your struggles? What do you need help with? Um, and the first time I had a market research call, I feel like I learned so much that I would have never known, like just the inside of your ideal client's mind. And once you have that knowledge, you create the content off of it. And it's going to feel like when they read your content, it's going to be like, oh my God, she's speaking to me. Like, I think I need to hire her. <laughs> and once I started doing those market research calls is like when I was able to create like really, really valuable content. Um, and then that's when I was able to sign clients. Um, so yeah, definitely market research. I know people always say provide value, but they don't really go further than that. So I think the market research is really where you're able to find the information to provide that value. Amazing. That is, that is so important because you also have to be, I think, listening to your audience as well, not just speaking to them. And another way that you could do market research is as well, just literally getting onto your stories and posting polls or question boxes and asking, you know, what are you guys struggling with at the moment or, you know, and then you can create content off that. So if you're someone who's like, I don't know what to create, I don't want value to add, like literally ask your audience and literally sit there on the call and get to know them and, and then create content based off that. There's endless opportunities, you know? So, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to mention really quick as well, kind of like going off what you said, it doesn't always have to be a Zoom call because I know that can be kind of stressful, um, but go on your stories and ask questions or just DM your ideal client and be like, hey, like, would you mind answering two questions for me? Like, it would really help me provide better value for you and my audience. Um, and if you have a connection with them, like I've never had someone say no to me. Um, and usually like in return, they'll be like, Hey, like, do you mind if I ask you a few questions? And it's like, yeah. And then we build like a beautiful relationship off that. So it doesn't always have to be zoom calls. Um, it could be something easy like DMS or stories too. Easy. Yeah. Um, so with Instagram managing or with VAs, obviously you are kind of helping your clients with engagement or engagement strategies. Um, attracting their dream clients, uh, like hashtag research. What else does an Instagram manager kind of do on top of that? Um, so, you know, it really depends on the person just because when you are running your own business, you know, you can kind of cater to the services that you like. Um, something recently that I added into my services that has like really been blowing up is lead generation services um, and engagement, which is basically... Um, you're able to engage for your ideal client. So like, say I'm working with a business coach or a VA coach, um, I would go into her account and like do her engagement for her and like reach out to other VAs and start building that connection with them. Um, just so, you know, when she does come out with a group coaching program, she already has like all these people that I've been kind of warming up for her and talking to her um, ready to buy that offer. So that's something that is, I would say kind of newish, um, 
but super, super uh, valuable right now, especially in this online space. Because, um, you know, kind of like I was saying, you really do need to build that connection with people. So lead generation is definitely a big one. Um, and then, you know, creating content, scheduling, um, copywriting is something that I do as well and something that's new. That's a really great tool to have. I encourage you to practice your writing because that'll help you a lot. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's what I can think of right now. <laughs> the ones, you know, people mostly know. So if someone is in the market for something like that, and you know, that's what they're struggling with, what, what are the benefits of outsourcing? Like in general, what are like, what can outsourcing really achieve for someone? Yeah. So I feel like outsourcing is great because it gives you the space to be creative and what's like really your zone of genius. You know, if you're a business coach and you really want to be focusing on your clients, um, having to spend time scheduling out your posts or copywriting like a sales page, that's like not, you know, what you would want to be doing. And it takes up a lot of not only physical time, but like just creative energy. It drains you. Um, and now that I'm already getting clients, I'm already like, wow, it'd be kind of cool if I can outsource a VA. I feel like that would help me so much. So it's really just about, you know, saving time, obviously, but really giving you more energy to be creative in the areas you want to be creative in. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with that, with letting go of some of the tasks that they're doing. Um, that I think it's so common for business owners to like not want to part with their work or feel like, oh, no one can do it like me or um, it's my baby. But honestly, the moment that you let go of some of these tasks and delegate them, then it just allows you to really focus more on your genius zone, like you said, and probably scale your business as well, because you're not like spreading yourself so thin, you're, you know, focusing on where it really matters. For sure. And going off like what you said that people are kind of afraid to outsource I totally get that I would be afraid to outsource my social media content just because I do feel like it's my baby but the thing that would make me outsource is really having that connection with the person I outsource to and I feel like that is the biggest thing when you outsource is you know it doesn't always have to be the person who has all of the knowledge in the world because like let's be honest we can kind of google most things like if you have the you know, the time for it and you have the determination, you can figure out everything out on your own. You can be really resourceful. So I feel like that shouldn't scare you as much. It should really be about building that authentic connection with whoever you outsource with and just like having trust in them that they are going to take care of your baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to switch gears for a second. What does your day look like then as a full-time Instagram manager or VA? What, what would you do on a day-to-day -day basis? So I'm still trying to figure it out if I'm being honest, just because, you know, running your own business, you have, you have to be very um, disciplined and I am learning that discipline with myself, but on a day-to-day -day basis, um, you know, I wake up usually around 8am and I meditate and I kind of lay in bed and just like say some affirmations to myself, visualize, and then I get up for the day. I take my time in the morning now, which is nice because I was always rushing corporate. Um, so I take my time, like eat breakfast, drink coffee. And then I will usually start 
my stuff for the day. And it's nice because I usually end around like three or four ish. Um, so it's, I mean, and then it's also nice to just have that freedom. Like sometimes it's like, I don't want to work in the morning. So I'm going to work at like 4 PM. You know, everybody has like different levels of energy. So I'm kind of just like trying to see like where I feel the most productive and creative and kind of going with that. Um, while also still trying to be disciplined and not leaving things, you know, to the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does work kind of look like or what does that kind of entail on your day to day basis? So right now um, I am creating content for one client. I handle all of their social media. So, you know, kind of writing captions for them, um, creating their content. I use Canva a lot. Um, and then a lot of my other clients right now that I recently just signed are for engagement services. So I will go on their account and like for the, a lot of time that they have the package, whether it's 30 minutes or an hour, I'll just go on there and just try to find ideal clients for them, go through hashtags, do some hashtag research, um, really connect with people um, or connect with their ideal clients. So that's kind of what my work life has been, just a lot of creating content and a lot of engagement. Awesome. And I feel like for, well, this is a trend that I get with a lot of my clients is them feeling like they need to do so much within a day for it to classify as work um, and just like keeping busy, really. What is true for, you know, for business owners or for anything really is that what you are, I guess, pricing or charging for is your value and not your time. So not having to exert yourself um, and putting, you know, putting all that pressure on yourself to work super hard to earn that money. You know, it's, it's really about the value that you're providing and not necessarily the time. So not exchanging your time for money, but exchanging that value for money. And that's something I had to learn because coming from my background, I used to think that hard work equals money. And if I'm not working hard, I don't deserve it. Or I'm not, I haven't earned it. Um, so when it came to transitioning from corporate life to working for yourself, was self-worth an issue for you or um, did you find that that was something that you struggled with is pricing yourself and feeling worthy of that? Yeah, that's such a good question because that is something I am still struggling with. Um, I feel like, especially in the U.S., I'm not sure how it is in Australia, but the U.S. like very predominantly puts their worth into how hard you work and you know like if you're overworking yourself it's like go girl like you're hustling you're grinding and it's like no like that should not be praised but it's just so ingrained in us and it is taking me a while to get out of that and if I'm being honest like I still think that way sometimes like I could do all of my client work post on my own stuff like engage with people do a story pretty much everything I have to do and at the end of the night sometimes I'll still be like did I do enough like did I really have a productive day? Like, so it's something I'm still uh, dealing with, but it's, it is a work in progress. It is getting better day by day. And honestly, following people like you, I'm serious, helps so much. Like you really need to fill your space, like your Instagram or wherever you are on the most with like good positive content, because it's a lot, you know, it's, yeah. it's self-worth is, a, is hard to deal with. <laughs> Exactly. And that actually is such a good point because I feel like what well, I personally, I don't know about everyone else, but I grew up with that being the norm of hard work equals money. My mom is a doctor and basically my whole childhood, I never really saw her. She was working really, really hard. We were quite 
well off because of that. And so I just associated, you know, working really hard and not seeing anyone and all of that with, you know, wealth and having a lot of uh, benefits and privileges and things. Um, and so that was what I grew up with. That was my environment. And so if you can change your environment to flip your mindset of hard work doesn't equal, you know, worth, because that we know that's not true. You know, you can write a book and then that can make you a lot and lot of money. And all you've done is write the book once, right? Um, so we know it's not true. It's just putting yourself in that environment of um, value equals money. Like what I provide is what I'm worth, like the value that I offer. So like you said, following accounts that speak on that and make that normal and and share that with you rather than the opposite, like that will really help change your mindset. It just surrounding yourself with that and that being the normal. Yeah, for sure. I didn't realize how much mindset work was going to go into, you know, being an entrepreneur until I was one. Um, and yeah, mindset work is super, super important. And, you know, I remind myself every day or when I'm having days like that, that I am worthy literally just for existing. Like you, everybody is worthy, you know, like you have infinite potential, you have infinite abundance, like infinite worthiness. Um, and I know that might sound a little bit woo-woo, but it is so true. And the minute you realize that you don't have to do anything to be worthy is when, you know, you're going to start feeling better. And obviously that takes time. Like I said, I'm still working on it, but reminding yourself of stuff like that and just always like, you know, trying to consume positive content is definitely helping. Yes, girl. I love that. You absolutely are worthy for just existing like you are born pure and then the world just comes at you and tells you that you're not good enough or that you exactly. are not like worthy of this or you should work hard for money like no get back to your roots get back to the womb you are pure and you are so worthy of anything that you desire you just have to believe it you like you know those people that are out there killing it they have reprogrammed their mind to you know believe that they can and push through those limiting beliefs like overcome them so thank you so much for hopping on the episode today I loved chatting to you and getting to know you just a little bit more and I truly enjoy following your journey and the tips that you give on your Instagram are really really helpful really amazing and and quite valuable so if you are not already following Brie where can we find you so that they can get more of your beautiful value? Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Um, so my name on Instagram is digital.free and you can find me there. That's pretty much all I'm on right now. Um, I don't want to overrun myself with tons of platforms, but yeah, I am on Instagram and you can find me there. Amazing. Thank you so much again. And thank you so much for your time as well. I know this was quite a big episode, but um, I really appreciate it. And I know that the listeners, the listeners are really going to appreciate it as well. So thanks guys. If you haven't already check the show notes to follow Brie, um, I'll link it there and um, have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Thank everyone. you so much. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and found it valuable, I would love if you could leave me an iTunes review. For more wellness and mindset tips and my day-to-day -day adventures, follow me on Instagram at She Simply Well. Much love and light, gel.